0: f is for friends who do stuff together u is for you and me n is for anywhere anytime at all down here in the deep blue sea anyways it's a wackadoodle time i'm in a silly goofy mood but i'm so excited for this episode of the Four better days club because we're talking all things friendships making friends in your 20s If you have recently graduated college, maybe gone to a new college, transferred school, started a new job, moved to a new city, or you've just become the most complete and authentic version of yourself and your old friends aren't aligned to you, to your current version of yourself, then this episode is going to be all for you. And I'm so excited because we're going to do the biggest deep dive into making friends, how to make friends, how to show up, be your truest self, be confident, and know, find your girl gang, because everyone needs a nice group of girls to just hang out with, make cookies with, have little little dinner parties with, and so much more. So I don't want to make this intro too long. Let's just quickly jump into my update and segments of the week, and then we'll get right on into how to make friends in your 20s. But also, obviously, this episode pertains to anyone At any time and any stage of your life, it doesn't have to necessarily be in your 20s, but that just kind of resonates with me because I am literally currently in my 20s. I am 25 years old. But also, if you don't know me, if this is the first time you're ever listening to this episode, my name is Kira. I'm a 25-year-old holistic health coach and nutritionist based out of Miami, Florida, and I'm here to help you live better days, become your truest and most authentic self, and do all the things that you know will make you happy. So with that being said, let's just get right on into the episode. In terms of my sunrise, we had a three-day weekend here in the U.S. Today, Monday, is Memorial Day, so we had a nice little three-day weekend, which was honestly much needed, and I feel like it came at the perfect time. I just got back from Cabo last week. Last week was kind of like that weird... Week where you can't really do much, you haven't really done much, you don't have that much energy like after coming back from a vacation, and you're kind of struggling to get into a routine. So last week doesn't really count. We ate out a lot more than we typically do. We were moseying around the house a little bit more than we normally do as well. But I really took advantage of this three day weekend to catch up to plan my entire life. Also, June is literally right around the corner. I think June first starts on Thursday. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I have so much planned for June. I have so much that I want to do and so much that I want to keep doing and growing and like putting my focus towards. So my sunrise was this three-day weekend and making the most of literally every single second of the weekend. I obviously still allowed myself to like relax and have fun and enjoy the weekend. But honestly, for the most part, I focused it on like a lot of planning and a lot of like creating and strategizing for all my socials for my personal socials for the Four better days pod and club and all of that stuff so there's so much more fun to like come in the coming months which i'm so excited about in terms of my gratitude i am so grateful to be able to like do my own thing and have like these passion side hobbies and projects and hustles or whatever you want to call them like in terms of social media and i've been focusing my time on having more fun I feel like sometimes we let our lives get too in the way. We let work get too in the way of us and we start focusing or we start realizing that we're not having as much fun as we typically did. I used to like think back of my childhood and be like, oh my God, being a kid was so much fun. You had no care in the world. You just did whatever you wanted to. And I'm trying to do that more so now, especially in my 20s, especially like This year, I'm trying to embrace my inner child a lot more and just let loose, have fun, not stress as much, like not really think twice about every single thing that I do and just allow myself to enjoy, experience, and allow life to bring me opportunities that I might not have actually paid attention to if I didn't let myself have fun. In terms of my current favorite, my boyfriend and I have been obsessed with tennis for probably the last like three to four months. We like watch all the tennis tournaments. You guys know I spoke about it. I want to say back in March, we went to Miami Open. We went to the final tournament. I would have gone to more, but that was when I was away in Hawaii for my two-week work trip. So that kind of overlapped with the Miami Open. So we were only able to go to one game, but it was still so nice. I love tennis. I used to want to play tennis growing up. Actually, almost all my friends in high school played tennis. I was the only one who didn't. And I regret not joining the team or trying out or even just playing with them because it's something I've always, like, enjoyed. I've only really ever played tennis, really, on, like, Wii Sports back when I was a kid. But we've been wanting to, like, actually start playing tennis or, like, trying tennis. So on a Saturday, we went to Dick's Sporting Goods and bought tennis rackets and tennis balls. I finally got to wear my tennis skirt that I've literally had for three years. I've worn it twice once back when I first bought it and then the second time was literally today when we went to play tennis we found some tennis courts here in Miami that is actually where they used to have or host the Miami Open but since it has since like not been that and so now you can just go play tennis there there's like 19 or 20 courts which is super nice you can reserve your spots so we reserved our tennis court from 11 to 12 30 today honestly we weren't really like trying to be professional. Obviously my boyfriend and I don't know tennis like, in terms of like actually playing it. It was both like of ours like pretty much first times playing tennis. And so we were just focusing on getting the ball over the net, practicing our serves, just like having fun, running around. It was honestly so enjoyable. The one thing that I will change is from like from here on out, if we're gonna go on the weekends, I need to go earlier because the sun was beating down on us at noon. And our plan is to go about twice a week. So we want to go like once during the weekday to kind of break up the weekday, get ourselves out of the house during the like afternoons, like post work and all of that stuff. And then one time or twice during the weekends, like just whenever we feel like it, whenever we have time, whether it's in the morning, whether it's in the evening, we just want to do it more because we've really enjoyed it. We're actually talking about potentially getting tennis lessons because I feel like that'd be super beneficial. Like when I grow up, I want to be like super good at a sport just because I am not great at sports. I never really played sports growing up. So I want to be like super good or like decently well at something. And I think tennis might be my calling. So I've said it on my social medias. I'm like entering my like tennis princess era. I'm still in my Pilates princess era, but now I'm like overlapping both of them. And I feel like tennis is just like a fun sport. Like obviously you're working out, you're doing exercise, you're moving your body, but it doesn't feel like it when you're doing it for fun. Obviously, if you're a tennis professional, it's obviously a job and a real sport. But like someone like me who's just doing it for fun, it's like a nice way of doing exercise and moving your body without actually feeling like you're doing it like I was huffing and puffing I was sweating I burnt a lot of calories we were running around for like an hour and a half but it didn't feel like I was running around for an hour and a half like it was fun and it was enjoyable and like that's what I talked about in like the summer glow up guide series is that whenever you find an exercise that you like make sure it's enjoyable like you want to do it because you enjoy it not because you're forced to do it and I think I found that with tennis recently so That's basically my segments of the week. I wanted to keep it kind of short this episode just because I have a lot to say about making friends in your 20s. So let's just get right on into how to make friends in your 20s or again, literally at whatever stage of life you are in. A quote I heard on TikTok recently was that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So you wanna surround yourself with people that are gonna uplift you, that are pushing you to be your best self while you're also pushing them to become their best selves too. You wanna push each other to be the best, to do all the things that you wanna do, to explore, to experience. You don't wanna surround yourself with people that are putting you down, that are making you feel bad, that maybe make you self conscious. Like those types of friends aren't good types of friends. And so if you're surrounded by people, that are like that, then you might not have the best relationships with these people, you might have maybe more toxic friendships. And those are the things that we might want to cut out, even though it can be very, very difficult to cut out a friendship. I've only really cut out a few friendships in my life. And it's definitely hurtful. It's like it hurts you. And it's okay, it's all going to be okay. At the end of the day, you're two very different people, you're two Different people. You don't even have to be very different. You're two different people. And if your hobbies, if your interests, if your characteristics aren't fully aligned, then it's fine to go your separate ways. It's okay to like reminisce on like all the amazing memories you might have had. But at one point or another, there is a split in the road that's sort of pushing you guys away from each other. And just know that you might Really be better off without that friend because then you'll be able to find friends that are actually very similar to you, that have similar interests, that uplift you, that bring out the best in you. And those are the people that you want to surround yourself with. So, what I want you guys to do, not now, or if you want to, you can pause this episode, but I want you guys to like pause and think who do you surround yourself with? Who are you spending the most of your time with, like the majority of your time with, whether it's in school, out of school, at work? in sports, like wherever and whoever you're spending your time with, kind of analyze it, pay attention to them. Like, how are they? How are they treating you? How do you feel in these relationships and friendships? How do you want to feel? Do you have similar interests? Do you find yourselves kind of being pulled towards each other or being pushed away from each other? What's it like? I want you to do almost like an in-depth analysis of it, and then pay attention to whether you think these people are bringing you up or bringing you down and kind of pay attention more so to those that are bringing you down and see like what is not aligning what is not helping you what might be hindering you and then decide whether or not this friendship or relationship is the best one to keep around because again you want to be surrounded by the best people by the people that literally bring you up the most because at the end of the day you're the average of those five people it's like people say all the time, like if you want to be super successful, if you want to be a super successful entrepreneur, if you want to become like a millionaire, blah, 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 you need to surround yourself with those types of people because seeing everything that they do, seeing the things that they accomplish pushes you to do the same and they push you and you push them and you're constantly pushing each other to do more and be more and experience more. And that's when you all start growing and becoming like this amazing, like group of people Versus if you are the only one that is like an entrepreneur, it can be kind of hard to surround yourself with people that aren't that like minded, that aren't going down that similar path and experience the same thing. I'm not saying that you cannot be friends with those types of people. You can have multiple different friend groups. You don't have to have one friend group. I honestly like having different friend groups with different interests. And you have like different friend groups, maybe spanning different areas in different states or different countries and stuff like that i have like my college friend group i have the friend group i've made here in florida i've had a friend group that i travel with and stuff like that and we're all aligned to each other they all like each individually meet similar interests of mine but they're formed in different groups because that's kind of how you like separate people by like the groupings and stuff like that so with that being said Kind of to sum up that little segment is you want to be around the people that are good for your soul. You want to feel good when you're with them. These, you want to surround your people, You let me pause, you want to surround yourself with people that once you leave hanging out with them, like say you've hung out with them like all weekend or for an entire day, What the length, the duration doesn't really matter. You want to leave that hangout session or that like dinner with them or that coffee date with them feeling really good and still feeling really energized you don't want to leave that interaction with them feeling negative or bad about yourself and i know sometimes this can be confusing in terms of like you know when people are hanging out with a lot of people for a long period of time people say like oh my social battery is drained i think that is something completely different because i obviously know like i I can hang out with people and my social battery drains just because I'm exhausted. I'm like an extroverted introvert. I can be very extroverted, but I can also be somewhat introverted in some scenarios. And I'll get into that in just a second. But what I'm saying is my social battery can be drained. Like I just might need time for myself, by myself, with myself. But at the same time, I can leave that same interaction with a drained social battery still feeling really good, really happy of the experience that I just had with that person or with those groups of people now the alternate is your social battery can be drained and you can also be drained in terms of like your energy you're feeling bad about yourself you might be self-conscious and stuff like that so the first way is like maybe I'm surrounding myself with people that are really good for my soul that are really aligned to me and my interests and the second way when both my social battery and maybe even the way I'm feeling are drained and are like in the negatives or whatever, maybe those people aren't the best for you. And that's why I want you guys to analyze the people you surround yourself with, your friend groups, your individual friends, all of those things, and pay attention to who is really good for your soul and who might not be the best match for you maybe at this moment of time like there's different friends for different people at different stages of their life whether you've just graduated whether you've moved away after college whether you've moved away to get a job whether you've honestly just started becoming more of who you actually are authentically I know growing up in middle school and in high school I had a hard time not making friends and not having friends, but being relevant within a friend group. I was the one that kind of would bounce between friend groups and like friends, I was almost like the odd one out in a sense that I would be in a friend group and then there's like, it's kind of difficult. I feel like in trios of three, one friend is always left out and i was always in like weird trios of 3 and i feel like i was always feeling left out growing up like in middle school and high school but also even in just larger friend groups it's hard to include everyone every single time it's not actually hard but i feel like in middle school and high school people are just annoying and mean and stuff like that so sometimes it can seem like it's hard when it really shouldn't be it's not that hard to send a message saying hey We're planning on doing this you want to come you want to be invited or like you not not you want to be invited like you're actually invited and stuff like that so maybe you had like a change of identity like i was definitely like the version of me in high school the version of me in college and the version of me now post-grad are very different people we're all the same people and we are all evolved people of the stage before and I feel like right now I'm almost the most authentic me that I can be I'm obviously still learning growing and evolving but I have like learned things along the way I have stopped letting people do certain things to me in the sense that I do not let people walk over me I will not tolerate people walking over me I am not your doormat I'm not letting you just like do whatever without like any consequences or stuff like that like I stand up for myself back in college and back in high school I did not do that in high school I let people walk over me I would do so much for certain people without ever having that reciprocated to me not that things have to always be reciprocated equally But I had experiences with friends that nothing was ever reciprocated, literally ever. And I felt like I was putting in 110% in relationships and I was receiving maybe like 50, 60% back. Not everything has to be equal, but you need to know your worth. You need to stand up for yourself and you need to voice your opinions, your feelings, because those things also matter. But you also have to realize that not everyone is going to like you and you're not going to like everyone. You don't have to like everyone. You can pick and choose who you're friends with. So we're going to get started with identifying the qualities that you look for and want in a relationship slash friendship. What do you want? You need to identify your interests. So are you in like a party era? Do you just want to surround yourself with friends who like going to clubs, like going to bars, like drinking every weekend, like going out to like Taco Tuesday and Tequila Tuesday and stuff like that? Is that like your vibe? Is that who you are? And is that the type of friendships and relationships you want to align yourself with? Or are you someone who's more outdoorsy, who's looking for someone to like go hiking with, to go to the beach with, to do really fun and outdoorsy things? Maybe you're a sports fan. Maybe you like baseball and you want to go to baseball games. Or maybe you want to play pickup soccer on like a random Thursday night or something like that. You can obviously embody multiple of these like personalities and qualities And you can find friends that are also fitting within all those like little niches per se. But you need to first identify what qualities you have, what qualities of a friend you can give to someone and identify the qualities that you look for in someone. Me right now, I am not in my party girl stage. I do not go clubbing. I've literally lived in Miami for a year and a half and I've yet to step foot into like any of like the famous clubs, like Club 11, Club Space, like any of those things. I just don't go clubbing. That's not who I am. That's not where I want to go. And if I were to meet someone who all they wanted to do was that, we likely... Even though we could have things in common, we likely wouldn't have all that much in common because they might want to do that all the time, and I just wouldn't want to do that likely ever. So you want to align yourself and your interests. You want to really know and be like grounded and rooted into what you are and who you are and what you believe in, and then find someone that can kind of meet that and match that in you. Obviously, not everything's going to match perfectly. I want you to drop the idea of like having a perfect friendship because at the end of the day, no one is perfect. No friendship is perfect and not everyone is a 99% match. But you will have friends that maybe are more aligned in one thing or in one aspect and friends that might be more aligned in another thing in another aspect. That's why I was talking about like groups of friends. I have friends that are more aligned in like the health and wellness. I have friends that are more aligned in like just like my other hobbies and activities and other things I like and I have friends that are aligned in like traveling and whatnot so I have different groups of friends for different things that I also like yes you can combine friend groups and like that gets easier if like they're closer and stuff like that but for the most part for the first moment you just want to like really align yourself with certain types of people because you want to surround yourself with people who care about you not just those who say it but also those who show it. That's what I was talking about earlier. It's like I had friends in high school that are like, oh my gosh, you're my best friend. You're my BFF, blah, 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 blah. But they never showed it. They would just say it. And I was always showing it. And I felt like I just, I couldn't give more. And if I was giving more, I was literally letting them walk right on over me. They were literally wiping off the mud from the bottom of their shoes onto me, basically. I, you need people that will actually show that they care, who will step up if you're having a bad day, who will come over and watch a movie night if you, like, maybe broke off a relationship, who will just be spontaneous or do the things that you like to do, not those that will just say it, like, oh, yeah, it's almost like, in a way, it's like, you know, on TikTok, when people are saying, like, oh, yay, like, when the when the vacation get, like, <laughs> what's that thing, like, when the vacation goes out of the group chat or whatever it is, like, when you actually go forth and go on vacation with your with your friend group that's showing it not just like oh yeah like let's do a vacation or like let's meet up for coffee and blah 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 that's just saying it there's a difference between the two and you want those who show it not just say it so my number one tip is to start putting yourself out there and I know sometimes that's easier said than done I know a lot of people have like reservations like oh I'm very introverted or I'm like self-conscious or maybe I don't have that much confidence to just put myself out there when it comes to meeting people I am very reserved I am like very silly I'm very goofy I'm like laughing all the time I like to have fun I like to enjoy life but when I first meet someone I'm very shy I'm very nervous I'm sometimes scared or at least that's how I used to be more so until I really started approaching things with confidence until I was really confident in myself And the way I did that is I had to be okay with knowing myself, being confident in myself and just being okay with being by myself first. You need to know yourself and be comfortable with yourself first before you can make any friendship or get into any relationship. Because if you're not confident and comfortable by yourself with yourself, how are you going to do the same with someone else? You can't just use someone else to like kind of be your raft. You need to like be equals in that sense so work on yourself work on your self-love work on your self-care do meditations do journaling work on healing your inner child and then once you've kind of healed that version of you is when it makes it so much easier to actually go out there and make friends and make friend groups and have experiences with different people but once you're there once you're ready to put yourself out there a little backstory: I moved to Miami, knowing one person, and that's my boyfriend, who I live with. I knew no one else. I had no family in Miami. We moved from Virginia all the way down to May- we moved from Virginia all the way down to Miami, not knowing a single soul aside from one another. And since then, I've been able to make friends. I've gone on trips with friends. I've gone on two trips with friends. I've gone to LA, and I've gone to Cabo. I've had amazing experiences. I've put myself out there and I've also connected with people who I didn't really connect with and I didn't continue pursuing that friendship and it's okay to not continue to pursue a relationship. But basically, in order to put yourself out there, you can attend maybe a local little meetup. I know here in Miami, they have like little hot girl walks and there's like a hot girl walk club basically like every weekend and like a whole bunch of girls get together and go on a little hot girl walk in Miami They drink smoothies, they have fun, they chit chat with each other. I've never actually attended one, but I know these are held in a lot of different major cities. You can also maybe join Bumble BFF. That's how I connected with a few girls when I first moved to Miami was through Bumble BFF because I... Really didn't know anyone. I didn't know anyone who could give me, like, a connection in Miami either. Like, none of my friends and other relationships had friends in Miami. So I had to do it all on my own. I had to venture out on my own, which can definitely be scary and intimidating. I feel like Bumble BFF was kind of, like, a nice groundbreaker to that because you didn't have to, like, actually, like, be super extroverted, like, at a coffee shop or something like that and, like, pick up a random conversation with a random stranger. You can, on Bumble BFF, you know – Pick and choose who you think might align more with you. Also, social media, I think, is one of the best things ever. I have made so many friends through social media from literally either commenting on their TikTok or DMing them on Instagram saying, hey, I feel like we might get along or I feel like we like the same things. Like, Why not go for a coffee date or why not meet up and go for a walk or stuff like that? That has honestly worked so much and so much in my favor. And I feel like anyone can do this. You don't have to have a platform to be able to just DM someone. I was DMing people when I didn't even have a platform, like before my social medias grew or anything like that. Also, in-person workout classes, I feel like are super easy, especially if you start going at a regular basis. Like maybe you go every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, when you're going at like 8 in the morning, the same people are showing up to that class Start picking up a conversation with them, like maybe compliment them on their outfit if you really like their outfit or maybe just say, hey, I've noticed you go to this class every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8 a.m. Do you want to like get coffee one of these days afterwards or do you want to meet up beforehand or something like that? Like just pick up a conversation with them. It's so easy because if you like working out and you're going to workout classes and you see someone else going to the same workout classes that you are at the same schedule, you already know that they're interested to an extent in working out. And maybe that's a common interest you have with each other. And so if you go out to get coffees or smoothies or something, you might find more interest between one another. There's a lot of towns and cities that have like little sports clubs and mini sports leagues where you can play softball, soccer, football, baseball, basketball, whatever it may be, volleyball. And you can join one of those leagues and you can make friends through there. I know a lot of those like It's not really for the sports. It's more for like going and drinking and going to the bars afterwards. But if that's something you're interested, maybe that's like two of your interests in one, you know, sports and like sports bars or whatever. Also, traveling solo. If you're traveling solo, I know it can be very hard to like make friends, but there's so many groups on like Facebook. There's so many groups on like Geneva. There's so many people like posting about like solo traveling like on TikTok and social media that you can like hit them up in the DMs or in the comments and just say, hey, I'm in the same place and time as you are. Like, do you want to meet up or something like that? Or you can go on group travel trips. And there's, like, all these sorts of group travel trips. I forget what's, like, the biggest one. It's, like, there's, like, Kontiki, and then there's another really big travel trip. It's I forget what it's called that you can go on. And it's usually, like, a group of, like, 10, 15, 20 people that are all roughly around the same age you're A, getting to experience a world, and B, connecting with a whole bunch of strangers that you might have never connected with beforehand. So those are some ways that you can put yourself out there. I do want to preface this by saying if you are going to meet a random stranger, especially if you've met them online first, let someone know. Always let someone know where you're going to be. Whenever like I went out to meet a girl for like coffee or smoothies or go on a hot girl walk with them... I always told my boyfriend where I was going and I always told my parents like, hey, yeah, this is where I'm going, who I'm going with, how long we might go for, like at least the time, like we're going to this coffee shop or this place or whatever so that someone always knows my location because you don't want to like have like a situation maybe go bad and no one knows where the heck you are. Also, I share my location with my closest friends, my family, my significant other and stuff like that. So somebody always should know where I'm at So definitely be careful, especially when you're meeting strangers online because you don't want people to be dangerous or you don't know anything about them. But like there's definitely situations and scenarios in which that has happened. So you always want to be safe rather than sorry. But going back, I talked about confidence and how you want to approach this with confidence. In order to make friends, you have to be confident. You have to like show up for yourself. You have to put yourself out there. You have to like, it's basically like, I don't know how to say this but it's almost like you're interviewing for a job you have to like be your best self in the sense that like you want to put your best foot forward and I strongly urge you guys to use every opportunity to connect with someone I know for introverts this can be a little harder and I know for myself when I'm first meeting someone like I said I'm very shy, introverted, nervous, scared. But once you start getting to know people, that's like when my real personality shines now. So I try to make that more apparent or more obvious from the get-go just so they know what they're getting at the moment they're meeting me, basically. But again, you can like, compliment someone or pick up a conversation with someone when you're in line at the grocery store, when you're at the bookstore, when you're at a coffee shop, when you're at a workout class, when you're... I don't know, shopping or whatever it is, wherever you may be, just use an opportunity to connect with someone and don't do it in a fake or malicious way. Don't pretend to compliment someone's shirt when you don't actually like their shirt. Actually choose something about them that you are interested in or that you like or you thought maybe you thought was unique or whatever it may be. Also, put in effort to keep in touch or to continue meeting up. If you really like someone from the get-go, like, get their number first thing. Like, Don't don't interact over Snapchat or don't continue interacting over Bumble BFF or whatever it is or like through Instagram DMs like try to get the person's number as soon as possible if you think you're actually interested in like cultivating a friendship with them and then put an effort to keep in touch like say hey like I really enjoyed the coffee date this morning blah blah blah. I'm free this weekend. I was wondering if you wanted to do X, Y, Z, maybe go on a walk, maybe go to the store, maybe go to the beach or whatever, may be. like put in that effort because sometimes life gets busy, people get overwhelmed, people forget about things and maybe the friendship could have been made, but you both kind of just didn't put in that effort and you could have had a really great relationship, but you would never know because no one put in that effort. Also be your most authentic self. People should like you for you. Don't try to pretend to be somebody or something that you're not. For example, me. If I met someone who was super into, like, I don't know, smoking and going to parties and clubs and stuff like that, if I try to pretend to be that someone, I would dread every second of hanging out with them, basically, because that's not something I actually like. And then I would be basically lying to them, and I would be creating a friendship off of a lie, basically. I, like, that's just not who I am. That's not the stage of life I'm in at anymore, so why would I just say that just because I wanted to be friends with someone? And I feel like that's something that we often, or at least I know I often did in middle school and high school was that I would say certain things or I'd say I was interested in certain things or like do certain things because someone said they like doing that or whatever, when in reality, I didn't. And so I've learned that over time and I just make sure to be my most authentic self when I'm meeting people and make sure to be open minded again, not everyone's perfect. No friendship is, no, when I say not everyone's perfect, no one is perfect and no relationship or friendship is perfect either. Be open-minded. You you will never know who you might connect with. I've connected with people. I've made friendships with people who I was like, literally, if if you look back and think on it, you're like, oh my gosh, how am I like friends with this person? Like, I feel like we are two very completely different people. But at the end of the day, we had so many other things in common. Like, Don't judge a book based off its cover, basically. And also be approachable. I used to just like stand in line at the coffee shop or like at the bookstore or at the grocery store with my arms crossed, like uh, what's it called? Resting bitch face on my face or whatever, like kind of looking down, like annoyed or whatever. That's not approachable. No one's going to want to come up to you and like start up a conversation with you if you are looking like that, if you're standing that way, if you're like maybe hunched over and stuff like that, like be confident, be approachable. It'll make it easier for you to go up to other people as well as other people go up to you. And then understand that it might take time. You're not just going to have a friend group overnight. I mean, some people will, some people might, but sometimes it takes time. Like I went on so many little Bumble BFF dates And there's people that I just was like, okay, like, I'll give you a second shot. And then I was like, okay, like, we're busy. I understand. It took a little bit to make a friendship. But also, again, with that, not everyone is going to like you. And not everyone is meant to be your friend either. You only have so much energy you can give out to other people. You know, use it wisely. There's people that I met that I bet are amazing people, really great people. We might have amazing, a million and one similar interests. But there's just, you know, like a feeling of that, like, oh, I don't know if you're, like, at the right fit for me, for example. Like, you don't have to be friends with everyone that you meet. It's okay to not continue to pursue those relationships. Because at the end of the day, the worst that can happen is likely not that bad. Like, if you compliment someone and they're like, oh, like, blah, 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 they brush you off, that wasn't that bad. I, like, that's almost also helping you just, like, you know help yourself with like speaking to other people and like approaching other people and stuff like that or maybe like you thought somebody was going to be a really great fit for you in terms of a friendship and it wasn't that's like not that bad it's fine there's a million and one other people out in the world that you can be friends with as well so don't overthink it just go into it naturally just like be free be happy and allow yourself to explore different relationships and again at the end of the day, I want you to be your truest and most authentic and most confident self. It definitely takes time. It takes effort, and you'll have to work on it if you haven't already worked on all of those things. Be okay with being alone, but surround yourself with good people. Surround yourself with like the best people you can surround yourself with, and sooner or later, you will find yourself having all sorts of different friendships with different people, different groups of people and it's going to be the best thing ever. So I'm so excited for you. I want you to put yourself out there. I want you to be confident and be approachable and approach other people, but also, you know, be careful. Stranger danger is definitely a real thing, but I want to end off this episode with a journal prompt and I want you guys to write this down. Right, what qualities do you look for in a friend and what qualities do you have that are fit to be a good friendship or a good friend? So do that journal prompt. I feel like it's a fun little journal prompt to do. And with that, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you did enjoy this episode, make sure to rate and review it wherever you listen to this podcast to help continue growing the Four Better Days Club community. And with that, I'll talk to you guys in next week's episode. Bye. Bye.